Y'all, I think one of the biggest things that the women that I talk to struggle with with quitting teaching is worrying about their money and their budget and just all the things surrounding that. So today's episode, I brought on Kara Walker. She is the podcast host of Money and Mental Peace, and we break down what budgeting is exactly, whether it needs to be stressful. She shares her budgeting tips and just really gives you guys so much information to help ease your mind around this topic. So can't wait for you to check out today's episode. But before you do, I just want to remind you that we are less than a week away from the launch of the teacher turned dot 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 book. Make sure you grab your pre-sale copy now because that means you will get entered into all five days of our giveaway celebrating the official launch of the book next week, February 20th through 24th. So go grab your copy at teacherturnfreelancer.com slash book. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoy today's episode. You wish you could quit teaching and start working from home so you could spend more time with your babies? Are you tired of scouring the internet for legit jobs that will replace your teaching income and that you can do from home in your PJs? Hey mama, welcome to Ditch the Classroom. I know you're over there Googling jobs for teachers, legit work at home jobs, or start a side hustle, yet you can't figure out how to take that first step toward quitting teaching. So instead, you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Virtual assistance is the answered prayer you've been waiting for. My name's Ariana, and I'm a former teacher turned work-at-home mom who replaced my teaching income as a virtual assistant in just six months. I did this by taking a step of faith and following the dream that God placed on my heart to be home with my babies. Sister, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine offering services that light you up and having a job that works around your life and not the other way around. This is the podcast for you. It's time to take that first step out of teaching. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, Kara, welcome to the Digital Classroom Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks for having me. I love connecting with you like in person since like we've been emailing and find we have so much alike. So I'm excited to come on. Thanks. I know. I. It's funny. We were just talking before we came on. Kara actually is from Michigan. She's in the Monroe area and I'm originally from Michigan. We both went to Eastern Michigan University different years. So we just found that out. And that's kind of cool connecting with someone you've never met before. And they live just a little bit away. So I would love if you would just kind of share with my listeners a little bit about you before we jump into our topic today. Yeah, thank you. My name is Kara. Um, specifically interesting thing about me, you know, regarding what we're talking about today, I graduated from college debt free. That was my goal because I didn't know what I wanted to study at first. So I just like, I don't want to get a loan for it. But now I did finish school and I'm now on a quest to help other students do the same with my podcast, Money and Mental Peace. And I also have an online course called the Debt Free College Blueprint. But I do talk with a lot of homeschool families or like entrepreneurs or just like a variety about budgeting and living that kind of lifestyle. I like to tell people I'm a 20-something Christian entrepreneur, amateur snowboarder and recovering overachiever because, you know, life. (laughs) And I I really like coming on other 
podcast to talk about other topics too, not just college, because I like budgeting. I like goal setting. I like de- living the debt-free lifestyle. I'm kind of a nerd in that way. And I want to help others do the same. And in relation to your listeners, I'd love to help them feel like they can ditch the classroom faster. Like if they had in mind, like, well, maybe I can do this in a few years. Who knows? Maybe your finances are set that you can do it next year. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, that's awesome. And this is a topic that's really close to my heart. I am not a pro at it, but my husband and I paid off all of our student loans last year, this year, last year, 2022, the beginning of the year. So yeah, it's something that has been such a blessing in our life to have that not on our shoulders anymore. So I'm really excited to kind of have you give my listeners some tips on how they could maybe do that too, so that they feel more confident with their finances. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love that. I'd like to just ask you if you could tell the listeners, what is budgeting? What does that even mean? I like to tell people that it's a calendar for your money. So imagine this, you wake up on a Monday morning and you're looking at the week ahead and you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life and my day and my time. But you work and you have kids and also people need to eat. Like, There probably needs to be a calendar for your time. Now, you might not be like 100%, you know, every single time is blocked off. But I mean, like, there's a general like, you kind of need to get to work by a certain time, or you kind of need to feed your family or if someone else does the cooking, whatever. There's a semblance of needing to know where your time is going. So you don't wonder where where it went. (laughs) And I say that that is budgeting that's like money if you if you're gonna know christmas is coming up if you know just you need so much for bills or whatever so many people live their lives they have no idea if they have enough to cover and that is totally stress inducing and so i like to call a budget a calendar for your money because also people get freaked out that a budget is like they can't change and so they never will be able to live up to it and so they don't even want to try well imagine it's a saturday and everyone's occupied in your family, but you had chores or plans to do. But like your best friend from college comes into town unexpectedly that you haven't seen in years. And like there's a time to change your plans around and see your friend and not like if you were committed to working. Or, I don't know. There's there's within reason like you can't cancel your plans. But let's just say it's like you were going to do laundry and you could do it tomorrow. You know, there's a time to like change your plans. So I just want people to feel a release on pressure that budgeting, it's setting out what you think the month is going to look like in an ideal case, but not being pressured. Well, it is good to keep your budget, but I mean, not being pressured, the strategy might not all look the same. What I mean is something comes up, an emergency comes up, or something fun comes up, and you realize, you know, I probably don't need that much money for gas. So I'm just going to switch it over to fun money. You can change and be flexible with your budget throughout the month, but it's just actually writing it down to see where it went. Telling your money where to go instead of being at the end of the month and you're like, where did it all go? I thought I made good money and now I'm even in debt. That is what a budget is. And I am all for like keeping the budget. But what I mean is you can keep your calendar commitments but also rearrange things when stuff comes up. And you can do that with a budget too and not be so stressed about it. (laughs) That makes sense. That's what a budget is. And people do it, handle it differently, but it just tells your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a really good explanation. I actually was telling my husband because he's kind of against using a planner and I love my planner. And so I was telling him he's very into like the budgeting and everything. I'm like, babe, I heard this awesome quote that budgeting is like a planner. You use a planner to allocate your time, but you can move things around if you need to. That's just like a budget. We plan where our money's going to go, but if we got to adjust it, we can. So it's not like when you set a budget, you're so stuck and you can't be flexible. No, it allows you to be flexible because it allows you to see where you're spending that income maybe frivolously that you don't need to and you're not even like really realizing it. So yeah, it just allows you to be, I think, more intentional with what you're doing. Love that. It goes opposite if someone, like you said, if someone's doesn't want an organized planner, but they're into budgeting. Like it's, it's the same idea. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people get, get really overwhelmed with like setting up a budget and like, how do I even go about that? And it just feels very stressful to a lot of people. I know my listeners feel like that. So does it really have to be that stressful? No, it doesn't. Now to clarify, the first time you sit down and write out a planner it might take a few times to know that you had enough time for each thing. So it, if you can give yourself grace to be like and laugh about it, like, I'm just going to try this planner, this calendar. And, you know, I'm expecting that it won't go exactly as planned the first several times because it's life and you just laugh at it. Like, sure, it might not go exactly to plan every time, but no, it does not have to be so stressful. And if you don't mind, I'm going to combine something we were going to talk about a little later because I think it goes together with it. What a budget can look like is you have all of your income listed at the top of the page and then you subtract expenses. You subtract how much housing is or mortgage or rent or whatever. You subtract food, you subtract blah, 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 all the way down and you get to zero at the bottom. And that's called a zero-based budget. And it doesn't have to be so stressful because here's a trick. Give yourself padding, wiggle room. I don't know when people will listen to this. Gas goes up and down. But for a round number, let's say you had $50 set for gas or $100 set for gas this month, whatever. I don't know how long you commute. or, And if you think you're going to spend 50 bucks on gas, give yourself 60 so there's wiggle room. Like It's the most exciting thing. I don't know about you, but for me, I finished my week. And I actually have time left. I got all of my to-do list done. I got all of my life done. And my Saturday afternoon is free. Like, what happened? Like, that's amazing. I don't know. That makes me happy. So, like, it can be the same thing with a budget. Like, you get to the end of the month and you have a little bit of money left. How amazing is that? And I do encourage you then, or whoever listening, to reallocate that. I mean, you don't use all your gas money go get pizza for your family. I mean, like still, still use it, reallocate it. But what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be so stressful because you can adjust things as the month goes on. You can give yourself cushion room, give yourself five, $10 more than you think you'll need, depending on the, the topic. And that makes it less stressful. And mm-hmm. also people are probably stress about like writing it down, writing it out. And so I wanted to throw out the every dollar app that I I use, you can go to everydollar.com. And I'm not like an affiliate or anything. I don't get any money for like telling people this It's just what I have used for years. You can go to everydollar.com or the every dollar app you can download. And it's literally right there. You just put your income in at the top, how much you're planning for each 
chunk of the month food, you know, gas, clothing, extra things, Christmas, paying off debt. And then whenever there's some sort of purchase, you have your receipt in front of you. Like You sit in the car before you go home. You have your receipt in front of you. You log it in your phone app. It takes 10 seconds and, and you're done and you go home. And it's such freedom to be like, my money is all set where it needs to be. And you look at it again mid-month. You look at it again at the end of the month. You kind of readjust if if you need more money here, less money there. And it's easy. And I think a lot of times people think it's stressful too because they want to keep track of everything or they have to go back and look at their bank statements to see where the money went. And no, it could just be in your phone. It can take 10 seconds to do it. It might take a little bit at the beginning of the month to set it up, or you might need that business meeting, financial meeting, sit down with your husband to do it, you know, to make sure you're all on the same page. But every month, it'll just copy the, the old month. So like, you can adjust it, but if you have a pretty consistent like life and income and bills and stuff, it is so easy to just start it up again the next month. So it does not have to be so stressful. And I also tied in the point we were going to talk about budgeting tips. Using everydollar.com for zero-based budget is like my go-to advice. So it can totally help you guys and make you feel like you know where your money's going. Yeah, I love that tip. I think that makes it really easy and accessible for people. I have the engineer husband who made like a pretty complicated spreadsheet and I've grown to love it. But at the beginning, I was like, what even is this? So I like that every dollar like <laughs> makes it simple. <laughs> that's and that's when- awesome. There's a time when it's exciting. Like anybody listening, if you find this fun, like make it complicated if you want. But like, like I'm a nerd. I'm like, oh, I get to go look at my budget now. Like I like it now. But do it simple if it stresses you out. Yeah. And one tip that I have too is as much as you can try to live like below your means. I think a lot of people spend as much as they make. And you mentioned having like all of your money allocated to different things and like getting that total down to zero from like what your income is to what you're spending. But I just want to make sure the listeners understand like that doesn't mean you're spending all of that that means some of it might be like savings some of it might be saving up your spending money for something in the future you don't have to like zero out your entire bank account of of money in there every month that's great to clarify because yeah i'm not talking about zeroing out your bank account and it's zeroing out the budget so for me my budget also includes line items like retirement investments and then taxes for my let's say your business budget or virtual assistant, whatever there there's, there's a section of, you know, you have to save the money to pay it later. You have um, saving for your business. You know, I I would have saving for Christmas. I'd have a line item so many months before saving for Christmas. So I'm not necessarily zeroing out my bank account, but all the money has gone somewhere or, Mm -hmm. and then personally, I have a separate sheet where I'm like, okay, the money in my bank account, what is it for? Because if you don't know what it's for and you're like, oh, I have $2,000. Let's go on a trip. (laughs) Like for me, some of that is I'm waiting for it to be taken to put into my investments or I'm waiting to donate it and offer it at church or I'm waiting to gather it up and it's for Christmas. And you can adjust that. This is a separate tip. I actually have different accounts in my bank account that I can take from the regular savings and put like this is for you can 
have a variety. This is for Christmas coming up. This is for future investing once you get started. I don't know. You are absolutely right. Thank you for clarifying that. It's not you get all the money out of your bank account. It's that all the money for that month has gone somewhere. And that could still mean has gone to yourself. It could still mean you're saving it or you're paying off debt or you're saving your emergency fund. Thank you for saying that. That's a very good point to bring up. Yeah, definitely. Because I know that used to confuse me with budgets. I'm like, but what if I don't want to spend it all? So (laughs) I just wanted to clarify that for anybody that felt like I did when I back when Mm -hmm. I was confused about it. For my listeners, you know, they're wanting to quit teaching. They want to start working as a virtual assistant so they can be home with their babies more. But maybe they're scared of losing that, you know, full-time income. How is budgeting going to help them quit their job faster? Oh, my goodness. It'll help so much for a variety of angles. So my podcast is called Money and Mental Peace. I often talk to college-age students more so, but let's take those two angles. First of all... The mental piece of knowing where everything is and where the money is, is phenomenal. Teachers are super stressed. Like, let's be honest here. And I looked into becoming a teacher and I didn't end up doing it. But there are so many teachers in my family. Like, I understand. Just knowing, having that one less thing. Like, do you ever get done at the end of the day and you're stressed with family, with students, with your work, with Christmas is coming up and all this. And then you're like, oh. I don't know if I have enough money for this or that that I had planned. You know, like that's just an extra thing. Like that's horrible to feel. Knowing where all of it is, is kind of like, uh, this is a bit extreme, but um, what have you ever lost your kid in like the grocery (laughs) store? You know, like you want to know where stuff is. It makes you have peace of mind. You know where they are. I mean, a little more extreme. I'd rather lose some money than lose a kid, but you know what I'm (laughs) saying? And so there's such a mental piece that allows you, in my opinion, to think more clearly on other areas of your life to get all those other areas in order to get to the point of quitting your job faster. But let's talk about the money part. So I said money and mental peace. If you know where the money is going, you can project how much you have saved or you have have debt paid off or whatnot. And then you can start looking ahead. Like, let's say, I'm one of your listeners and I'm finishing this school year and then I'm hoping to quit my job and go all in with this podcast, right? And hear all the advice that you have to give. But I don't know if we'll have enough money in the summer and in the fall. And, you know, we're okay with being a little bit less, you know, and and living on a little less to get this started. But I just want to have peace of mind. If you budget stuff out, if you learn how to have the habit of a budget, you can look ahead and be like, okay, we'll have this much income in the summer and then we'll have this much income next fall and this is how much our bills are and this is how much we're saving for Christmas or whatever. And you can be like, I can do it. Originally, maybe you were thinking it would take several years to get to the point of ditching the classroom, but you lay out your budget and you're like, Literally, I could do this next year. Like what freedom, what excitement that you could have because you know where that all is specified. So that's one angle. And then also the other angle is, I don't know what you go through to teach them for this, um, but in in my opinion, there's more freedom to be able to ditch the classroom if you've saved up an emergency fund, paid off your debt. And it, it, so everydollar.com is Dave Ramsey's 
dollar uh, budgeting app and so i like his step-by-step if anyone hasn't listened go listen to dave ramsey the order is you save an initial emergency fund of about a thousand dollars for that just mental clarity mental peace as you keep you know living your life and paying your bills and all the things and then as you have your budget as you have some discretionary funds or you cancel the I don't know, Netflix subscription, you never listen or watch, you know, then you start paying that toward debt and you get to the point of paying your debt down. Uh, You also, the third step is having a three to six month emergency fund. So even the fact of budgeting and then going through Dave Ramsey's baby steps of debt being gone and then you have an emergency fund, that's another step to being like, hey, if you start this virtual assistant business and you're building it and hypothetically you don't earn money for a few months, if you have your budget laid out and your emergency fund set up and you have whatever you feel comfortable with, three to six months expenses saved up, you won't even be lowering your quality of life by taking work off and taking the time to build up this business because you'll have the money to live on for several months. Like It's just such amazing freedom if you have your money in order and it starts with budgeting and it gets you more money in the long run probably because you could start this business faster and probably build it up and have more freedom and potentially earn more money than you earned teaching while you're home with your kiddos. And then also have the mental peace that goes with it. Okay, this gets me so excited. Like, I just want you guys to feel free to do whatever you want to do. Know you have the money, know you have the time, and know you have the emotional bandwidth to be with your family and earn enough money and ditch that classroom, right? So yeah, that's my advice. I love that. And I loved your analogy of like, you don't want to lose your kid in the grocery store. It made me think we're getting ready to go to Disney. And my husband's like, I'm going to get an air tag for our daughter. She's three to wear on her wrist. So if we lose her, we can track her. And you can't really put an air tag on your money. But that's what a budget is. You're air tagging your money, figuring out where it's going and identifying, you know, where it where it needs to be. That's awesome. Uh, figure out how you can hypothetically air tag your money that that's what you're going to pull from this episode (laughs) yes Yes. cool so this has been some great advice and i know that my listeners are going to learn so much more when they come over to your podcast so thank you so much for coming on i do want to ask you my favorite question to ask i ask it to every guest that comes on the show if someone wanted to start their ditch the classroom journey but they just felt too overwhelmed what would you tell them I would tell them, don't start at step one, start at step zero, which I know is like a vague answer. But my step zero is, do you have consistent time with Jesus every day? And this does not have to be long. And it does not have to be, again, this is whole like budget, not stressful. Like this doesn't have to be stressful. What I call consistent God time is a little bit of the Bible, a little bit of prayer every day. It can be in your drive. And to clarify, this can be listening to a devotional. And prayer is not an exact order of words to speak. Prayer is literally you're driving to work in the morning and you're like, hmm, that is a cool tree, God. <laughs> I like that tree. Like, And then you're like, today, I'm really worried about this one student I have to deal with. You know, can you help me with that? But also, I'm so glad I have, I don't know, fish sticks for lunch. Like, I don't know what you have for lunch. But literally, sometimes when I don't know what to 
pray or there's too much to pray about and you don't know where to start i literally look at what's around me and i'm like hmm, this is a comfy chair <laughs> like like whatever whatever tiny little semblance of like a random thought if you're directing it towards god that's prayer and then ending that time this can be five minutes ten minutes ending that time with I really like want to be following you and I want to try to ditch this classroom, you know, can you give me the enabling power, the next steps to do this? Because I'm already stressed and I don't even know when I'll even start to write a budget, you know, like that sort of thing. So like, that's where you get started. You start with step zero and it's just complete, utter honesty and always starting with God first, in my opinion. And it can literally be five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. But the thing is, are like spiritual muscles, so to speak. You don't do a hundred push-ups in one day that you've never done push-ups before, and then you're exhausted for weeks. You do two every day, and then five every day, and then ten every day. Like you build it up. So if you're sitting down and doing two hours reading the Bible and talking to God, and you don't do it again for a month or two, you're not building your muscle. It's a tiny bit every day. It's that tiny tear in the muscle. So my opinion. No, has nothing to do with like money and ditching the classroom and all of that. It's just literally asking God for help and doing a tiny bit every day and in what you're already doing, yeah. driving to work or something or whatever, or at your lunch break or whatever. And then that can give you that. I just feel like that mental space and that God help to be like, okay, now God, when do I start this budget? <laughs> How do I start it? Because I want to see what can happen so I can ditch the classroom faster and i think you start that journey with god first and asking for help so that's my thing yes 100 percent. i've got my book coming out this month which if you're listening you've probably heard about um it's called mm-hmm. teacher turned dot 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 and we walk through the purpose framework and the first step that first p is prayer so that's the first oh, thing cool. you gotta go to you gotta go to god and have him help you with your decisions we can't do it all on our own. And when we try, we end up just like driving ourselves crazy. So ask God for help. That's, I mean, he's there to be your loving father and to guide you and to show you where he wants you to be and help you figure out your new purpose. So including him is, yeah, like you said, set zero. I love that. Yes, exactly. We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. So this has been such a blessing having you on today, Kara. Where can my listeners come and connect with you and become your best friend? Oh, yay. I love more friends. Okay. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Money and Mental Peace. And I walk through helping college students find God's path for college and graduate loan and debt free. So there can be some connection point here because it's really like seeking God's purpose for your life and like um, well, actually, you and I have, have a similar mentor connector, Stephanie Gass, and she had said this in an episode recently. I love it. And it was sitting in the stillness long enough to have the I'm going to butcher this, but mm-hmm. to have like the correct direction mm-hmm. at the beginning instead of like going here and then going there and then turning here and then turning there. And let me clarify, sometimes God takes us on journeys like that, that go here and there and everywhere. But it's still that sitting with him first. So we talk about that. And then we also talk about budgeting and money and ways to 
pay for college debt free before you even graduate, not like having to pay it back later. So um, yeah, you might like that for your own inspiration around money and God time connection, or you might want to tell, I don't know, a friend or a sister or your kiddo if you are you have kids that age. And I also have Instagram at money and mental peace and money and mental peace.com. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you again so much for coming on. It's been super fun connecting. And yeah, y'all go check out Kara's podcast and I'm going to be a guest on her show as well. So you can go listen to our chat over there. Yeah. Come listen. I think it's going to be out before this one comes out. So you can come to my podcast and go back a little bit ways. And we're going to talk about getting, maybe getting these girls on being VAs beforehand. You know, I love that. Awesome. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'll have all the links for Kara's resources and her podcast and everything for you guys in the show notes so you can get connected with her. And I cannot wait to see you back here on Thursday for our next episode. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to bless you with a free gift as a thank you. All you have to do is leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot and send it to podcast at ditchtheclassroom.com. I'll send you a code so you can snag my Ditch the Classroom toolkit for free. And don't forget to come hang out with us in our free community, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ditch the classroom. I'm so honored to support you in your journey to becoming a virtual assistant. Until next week, y'all. Keep following the dreams that were placed on your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.